Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account, and it's titled, My 37 female husband, 37 male, is angry. I need surgery. As the title says, my husband and I have been together 15 years. House, kids, the whole lot. I need a surgery to repair some nerve and artery damage to my arm, or else I'm going to lose the use of that arm, and my husband is not happy about it. It's not even about money, public health care, or that he's scared or worried. No, he's pissed because I will need time off work. We own a company together as equals, and he will need to adjust his days to work around our school-aged kids while I recover. He's stomping around and slamming doors like a child, all pissy that his schedule would be affected. He won't even talk to me about the surgery. I'm so stressed about his reaction and all the things I have to do at home instead of recovery because he said he won't pick up my slack. That I'm just thinking, stuff it. No surgery and just wait till I can't use my arm anymore. And at least I'll get funded home help for the housework and kids when that happens and try to adjust to a new lifestyle. But you would think after this long and building a life together, you would have some ability to show me a bit of support. It's not like I'm doing this on purpose just to ruin his plans or something. I prefer not to have surgery too, but I have kind of grown fond of having two functional arms. So good people have read it. What advice do you have? I think my husband is being a complete see you next Tuesday about this. But should I try to be more understanding of the stress he would be under? So let me get this straight. You're having surgery because if you don't have it, you're going to lose the use of one of your arms. And he's just like, but fucking what about me in this? I'm going to have to pick up all your slack while you're recovering. What the f- I can't help but think of the future of this as well. And I'm assuming this is like the first time something like this has happened, an illness or, or whatever. It just kind of makes me think about the future for you. You know, the last three, four years for me have been hugely eye-opening and made me realize how fragile we all are. And it sounds like you've got no support if anything happens. I mean, look at this. You're going to lose. You're going to lose the use of one of your arms. And he just cares all about himself. How incredibly selfish. I know it's always said a lot on Reddit, but this would be a deal breaker for me. There is no way I'd be able to stay with someone like that. Holy shit. Toss Out says, you're having one surgery. This is nothing. Imagine how this man who's committed to you will treat you if you get really sick. When you get old, when you need his support much more than this. Will this guy stick around for all of that? He's showing you. Pay attention, plan accordingly. Treehouse replies to that and says this, I was diagnosed with breast cancer last fall. I've been through two surgeries, months of chemo, radiation, and now oral chemo and hormone suppression medicines. I haven't been functional for almost a year. 
My husband has taken care of almost everything in our house and with our kids so that I can focus on treatment and recovery, as he should, and all without any temper tantrums despite how miserable a situation we're in. Your husband's behavior is unacceptable and disproportionate to the level of disruption a single surgery creates. His Kaiser says in quote, not even about the money, public healthcare, or that he's scared or worried. No, he's pissed because I will need time off work. We're in a company together as equals, and he will need to adjust his days at work around our school-aged kids while I recover. And then says, excuse me? Is he fucking serious? It's not a holiday to Ibiza alone. It's a surgery that you need. He's a disgusting person. I'm sorry, so misogynistic. I'm really sorry that you're going through something like this, but I would sit down and really think about your relationship and discuss these feelings with him. You deserve much better than this, especially after 15 years. Opie says, see, that's what I was thinking too. He's way out of line, but most friends and family I've spoken to have said I'm not seeing how hard it is going to be for him and the stress he will be under juggling work and the kids by himself. So then I felt guilty that I'm being unreasonable for needing surgery, which is totally illogical because it's not like I'm having an elective or anything, but yeah, it's doing my head in. Let's have one more comment from Faith, Trust and Pixie Dust who says, reading your post in response to other comments, you are not in a marriage. Partners in marriage are supposed to be a team and pick up the slack when shit goes down. He's acting quite selfish. He doesn't care about you and your body recovery. From your comments, he didn't even care about you giving birth naturally multiple times and the recovery process each time. It's sad he didn't mature since then. The only person who needs to be understanding is him, not you. You could lose your freaking arm if you don't have this surgery. And let's just throw a completely hypothetical and, you know, not going to happen, hopefully, situation out there where OP chose not to have the surgery and did lose use of their arm. And it just made me think about what his reaction would be then. You know, he'd still probably be complaining at her and not picking up slack in certain ways. Just something that popped into my head. I know it's a very like hopefully unlikely situation but op did update the post and they said hi all so it's been quite a ride since my first post and it hasn't even been that long first of all thank you to everyone who commented i don't think it would blow up the way it did i read nearly every comment but wow it was a lot those of you who said it was fake or that i was lying all i can say is i'm glad you are able to think that because hopefully that means you have you have love and support in your life okay so most important thing have an appointment with a surgeon on Tuesday. I'm making the choice to have the surgery. I've organized childcare and will be driving myself to the appointment as my husband is too busy at work to come with. I spoke to him yesterday about the surgery, my feelings and needs. I used I statements to try to not make him feel like I was accusing him or attacking him, but honestly, it was like talking to a brick wall. One word answers, shoulder shrugs, uh-huhs. I tried asking how he was feeling about it or what he needed. Nothing worked. I finally kind of lost it and asked why he thinks it's no big deal and not worthy of his attention at all. Well, it turns out he doesn't think it's that bad and I'm just being dramatic. I mean, if you ignore the doctor's reports, the imaging reports, the diagnostic tests and the surgeon's report, I'm still not being dramatic. I still work full time, do all the house and kids duties, run all the errands and never use my arm as an excuse. So, long story short, I'm seeing the surgeon next week. My husband and I are in separate beds for the time being because I can't deal with his face right now. Everything else I will work out later once I have more of a concrete plan with my surgery. But thank you everyone. Count me balls up and take my own health seriously and do what I needed to do. 
And whilst there was a positive in that update about OP getting the surgery, which is 100% the right thing to be doing, of course, I can't help but be concerned about when they return home. When they get back and, you know, they've got this recovery period of I'm not sure how long it will be, that they're going to receive very, very little support. And not just from her husband, but from people around her as well. I mean, look at what she did. She went to speak to her friends and family and they turned around and said, you know, how hard is it going to be for him? He's going to be stressed, juggling work and the kids by himself. And it really doesn't sound like she's going to receive any support from him in the future either. I can't see him turning this round. And I hope that Opie does some self-reflection and sees her self-worth and, and that she deserves better, basically. But what do you guys make of this situation? I'll certainly keep an eye out for updates going forward on this one. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Gatekeeping Runner, who says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my sister-in-law that she didn't actually run a marathon? I've been a runner for as long as I can remember. I absolutely love it. I want running to continue growing as a competitive activity and as a just for fun hobby. I encourage and support newcomers to running, but recently I encountered a situation where I felt gatekeeping was necessary. My sister-in-law got into running last year and she absolutely fell in love with it. Since I am also a runner, I decided I could connect with her on the topic. I wanted to hear about her runs, her progress and maybe offer some helpful guidance if she wanted it. So at a family gathering, I asked her about running. After a bit of conversation, she mentioned to me that she ran a marathon. I was quite surprised. She ran a marathon after only getting into running a year ago. That is amazing. What incredible dedication and drive, I thought to myself. I was about to praise her for this incredible accomplishment, but then she explained this marathon in detail. There was a virtual marathon that she started late last year and apparently completed this year. Basically, it's an app-based event where you tally up your running distances until you reach 42.2 kilometers, 26.2 miles. I chuckled slightly and told her that it's great she totaled 42.2 kilometers in that time frame, but it doesn't count as a marathon. I told her that marathons have time limits for completion, usually six to eight hours. If they didn't, then I could claim multiple ultra marathons via the aggregate distances I ran in my life. It's disingenuous and in my opinion undermines those who have actually ran a marathon. She didn't take this well. She called me an arsehole, a bully, an elitist and a few other things. I apologize for upsetting her, but I stand by what I said. She didn't run a marathon. I didn't press the subject at all and left it at that. She wouldn't speak to me the rest of the gathering. My wife agrees with me. Despite not being a runner herself, she said her sister overreacted. The mother said that I should have just let my sister-in-law believe she ran a marathon. Maybe, I don't know. She's 23 years old without any impairments. Validating her marathon would feel similar to lying to a child to boost their confidence. The difference is, she is not a child. Am I the asshole? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm going to start off with Firewater Gold, who says info. You're right and she is wrong. That's pretty cut and dry. However, that doesn't mean you didn't handle that specific scenario like an arsehole, if that makes sense. Hope your reply saying definitely makes sense. I really shouldn't have chuckled. Old Yogurt Closet replies to that and says, As a runner, have you really never encountered someone who tallies up their cumulative runs and compares them to a distance? This is pretty common motivational strategy. Elsewhere on the thread, there are people talking about an app that tracks the distance to Mordor and some people who stair climb the equivalent of Everest. She immediately launched into the explanation that she was talking about cumulative runs. She didn't have to prod her together to admit it. So in this conversation, she was talking about this specific, well-known motivational strategy and you decided to take offense that she was undermining marathon runners and give her a talking to, thus making you the arsehole. You know, and I've been doing some I wouldn't really call it running. I call it light jogging, if you like. I try to do 5K every once in a while, every other day sort of thing. And there's some pretty cool apps out there. There's one that I really like the sound of. I haven't tried it yet. It's a, apparently, it's like zombies chasing you. And if you slow down too much, the zombie noises get louder and louder. So you have to run faster. Not sure if that's a good way to run. <laughs> Just see me running down the road going, ah! Fucking help me! <laughs> but Shaq says... This isn't about being factually right or wrong. It's about if you're an asshole or not. Your verbiage paints kind of a specific negative Wojak picture. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. You're an asshole here. You couldn't just be like, oh, a virtual marathon. I've heard of those. They have those really wild pendants you can get if you do them right. Have you thought about doing the marathon all at once? Your gatekeeping did what exactly? What gain did anyone get from this? Blueberry Sand says, bit confused about people's judgments here, but personally, I'm going to say not the arsehole OP. Yeah, it was wrong to laugh, but you did apologize for hurting her feelings afterwards. At the end of the day, you just explained what an actual marathon was to her, and she way overreacted. As you said, validating what she thought of as a marathon is like lying to a child to boost their confidence. Brain Data Serial says, she explained the details. She knows this is different than a real marathon. An appropriate response would be, oh, I thought you meant a marathon race. That's great you reached a marathon distance. What are you training for next? And there was a whole mixed bag of comments on this one. A lot of people saying not the arsehole because, you know, you're just telling her it wasn't an actual sort of marathon. Other people saying, you know, you're just diminishing her achievement and you're ruining her enjoyment for running and that she was proud of her accomplishment and you just kind of laughed in her face about it. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What are your opinions on the matter? Would you correct her in this situation or just let her have her moment? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Electric Angels, who says, Am I the arsehole for being indecently exposed while feeding my baby? I, female 28, recently had mine and my husband's male 32 first child little boy who is now five months old. Our baby is amazing. We're so in love with him. After the birth, we only allowed our parents slash siblings to see the baby so that we could have some time to settle into our new lives. We 
didn't want to be overrun with visitors, but decided to host a barbecue this weekend so some more extended family and friends could meet baby. It went really well, and everyone was over the moon to see the little one. I'd like to clarify, this wasn't a huge gathering, maybe only 10 people. At one point, I took baby inside for his lunch. I'm nursing him at the moment, so I went to his nursery so we could have some privacy. As most people were in the backyard, I thought that this would be a quiet spot for the two of us. Unbeknownst to me, my best friends, female 27, husband, male 29, needed the bathroom at some point and came into the house. I think he was having a bit of a snoop around because he ended up opening the door to the nursery where I was with the baby, which is nowhere near the bathroom, and inevitably found us. He was quite shocked and fumbled his words a little bit before closing the door and leaving. I was not very happy that this had happened because I had specifically gone looking for a quiet moment so baby could eat, but it is what it is and I thought it was over. When I walked out of the house a little while later, I was surprised to see that my best friend and her husband left. My husband tells me that when best friend's husband, BFH, came out of the house, he immediately reprimanded my husband for the fact I was exposing myself and acting inappropriately in front of guests. Of course, my husband was very confused by what was going on, but BFH basically just grabbed my friend and the two of them left, leaving everyone else quite stunned. A few hours later, everyone had gone home. BFH started a group chat with myself, my husband and my best friend and basically said that he could not believe how I'd exposed myself to him today when I knew he was happily married and that I should have more shame. He said that I was not setting a good example for my son, who grew up as some kind of deviant because I am refusing to feed him in a normal and healthy way. I'm honestly quite upset about the whole thing and no one has responded. My best friend has not even opened up any of my other messages. But I wonder if maybe I should have just gone with a bottle feed during the event so that this never would have happened. My husband thinks BFH has lost his mind, but I wonder... Was I the arsehole? Absolutely not the arsehole. You're talking about this not happening. He was sneaking around your house. I'm guessing there's the small possibility that he's never been in the house before and he opened that door thinking it was the bathroom. But I didn't believe that in this case. There's a whole lot of flags why you shouldn't just be friends with this person. He's complaining about you not feeding the child in a quoting here, normal and healthy way. Basically insinuating that like breastfeeding is not normal complaining that you exposed yourself to him today you wouldn't have been the arsehole if you breastfed the baby in the back garden you're feeding the kid and this dude starts this whole weird ass group chat knowing that he walked in on you feeding your baby in your house in a private room and has got all upset about it part of me is thinking is he just created all this drama because he's embarrassed about what he's done himself maybe he was snooping around and got caught and this is some weird ass defense but Goblin says, not the asshole. he walked in on you in a private moment with you and your son. He saw you breastfeeding, it's his own fault for wandering around the house and snooping. Grant Pascal says, not the asshole. one, kids gotta eat. Two, he walked in on you in the nursery when he was snooping around. Three, he blamed you for feeding your child in a private room in your house and lied about what actually happened. This guy is an untrustworthy snake and should not be allowed into your home without a full heartfelt apology correction of what happened and everyone there at minimum revros says and not the asshole bfh is nuts by his reasoning accidentally opening a door on someone using a toilet would be exposing yourself in public he's trying to find a way to make sure he is blameless this is very nasty behavior on his part bab replies that and says he didn't accidentally do anything either he was snooping or he went looking for her to expose her 
If your friend has an issue, you may need to dump your friend. His behavior is so over the top that he should be called out for his misogyny and told that he had no right to be in the room in the first place. The fact that he used it to shame her for breastfeeding makes it sound like he did it on purpose. Not the arsehole, you're in a private room in your own house and we're not expecting this guy to barge into the room. Everfrost says not the arsehole. If you were sat outside with all your friends, you were still not exposing yourself. Don't ever feel ashamed for feeding your baby. If anyone has an issue, they can remove themselves because your baby comes first. Never be allowed in my home or around my family again. Breastfeeding is the most natural form of feeding a baby and for you to come into my home, come looking for me in my baby's nursery and try to shame me just highlights what kind of pervert you are. Don't ever message me again. And if friend's name thinks it's okay, then it's no loss cutting her out too. And one more comment from Heroin Jimmy who says, So that shady asshole was snooping around your home, found you breastfeeding your baby, and acts like you chased him down and stuck your boobs in his face. Your friend believed whatever shit he made up. What? How could you be the asshole when you've done nothing wrong? Try to get your friend to meet up and tell her exactly what you were doing and question what he was doing snooping. If she's still on his side, then she's much of an asshole as he is. Not the asshole. Very, very strange behavior there. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with that if it was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. As always, your love, your support, and your time is always hugely appreciated. Not just your love towards me, but towards one another as well. I shared this on Twitter, but I got to share it with you because I'm so excited. Someone on throne got me a waffle maker. I can't wait for this weekend. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.